Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Still weekend. Kind of hung out. Yeah. Watch some football. Hmm? Yeah, I did watch some football. That's for sure. I did. That was yeah. really fun to watch. Just collectively, I felt like all they, the games were really exciting. They yeah, were there were exciting. a couple that I wasn't sure who to root for. It was like the Bucks game yesterday, the Bucks Lions games yesterday. It's like I, I was happy to see the Lions win. I well, I I didn't want to see either one of them lose. It's yeah. like yeah. I wasn't rooting for either one. I mean, I used to be I was a Bucks fan when we lived down there for so many years. Yeah. So sure. you know, my heart's still with that team and all of my friends there. But the Lions story is so great. That's what you I'm know. You you want to root for them. So that was. <laughs> It was like, I was bummed no matter who won. It's a nice win. My cousin was at the game, and he was sending updates. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I felt like um, it was like when, when when they won, it brought back all the emotions that I felt as a Bengals fan when we won that that first, like, playoff game, and we were all like, bah! Yeah. And then we won the second game, and we were all like, bah! And crying. So I really feel like that's going to be my team that I'm following. I'm rooting for. Plus, there was a guy. There's a guy on the team, Derek Barnes, number 55. He went to Holy Cross. He's from Covington, Kentucky. He's the one that blocked the uh, he or did. the interception. He had the, end, the right? interception to win yeah. the game. Like, mm-hmm. that guy's a local. We're rooting That's for him. Cool. Go 55. Well, I was sorry to see the Bills lose last night. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. sad, man. I God, they were that so they close. Lost. You just feel so bad for the I know. Yeah. yeah. I turned it oh. off when that happened. I was like, ah! It was awful. Talk about bringing up old feelings. <laughs> we didn't watch that game. We we only watched one ball game yesterday, and then we watched this Netflix documentary called American Nightmare. Oh, oh, my God. Put it on your list. What are you what? about? I watched the first episode. It's like a dateline. They're following this this true true story that happened in California about uh, a kidnapping. A kidnapping. Oh. And it plays out like you will never guess. Oh. Huh. Really bizarre. We were going to watch one episode, and we watched all yes. three. Wow. I was going to say it is just a three-parter. We yeah. watched the first one, and I was like, I gotta, I can't watch anymore because we had somewhere else to absolutely go. Absolutely nuts and not gross, Jen. And not gross or scary or sad. It might make you feel a bit freaked out. It might freak you out a little bit. I yeah. mean, it is a kidnapping. Yeah, we right? replaced the batteries in the security system last night. Oh, great. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm not watching that. <laughs> well, coming up, Reese Witherspoon... Catching heat for eating snow, of all things. Uh, what else do we have? Will Snoop Dogg pull out his thang for OnlyFans? Mm, his thang. Yep. 
And J- Jason Kelsey totally upstaged Taylor Swift at the game yesterday. That was awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. He was a mess. <laughs> they already have a Cincy shirt with him on it, by the way. <laughs> God, I'm sure they do. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be a fun retirement. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art will snoop dog pull out his thing for only fans get to both those stories here in a bit but first let's begin the sour z news with reese witherspoon yeah Got a little backlash after sharing a video making a snow salt chococino. Is that what that is? A what? Have you ever heard of a chococino? Yeah. Chococino? Is it chino or sino? It's like the it's like the um drink, right? Like a cappuccino. Yeah, it looks like a chococino. Like a cho- yeah. hot chocolate mixed with a cappuccino. So this is the Hollywood version of making uh, an, a, a, a frappuccino a, at home. Well, I was gonna say uh, when you you know your kids go and play in the snow, you yeah. bring the snow in and they make a little icy, right? Make snow a little cream. ice cream. Yeah. yeah. My grandma Holly- used to do that. She, she used would, to do that in grade yeah. school. Or yeah. you mix the evaporated milk with the snow. It and was, you mix it was snow great. Cream. Yeah. yeah, I always liked it. We always ate it. Well, she did use snow from her backyard, and in the clip, she's got a coffee mug, and she scoops up snow that a pile on top of a car and adds chocolate syrup, salted caramel syrup, and cold brew. Fans were very quick to comment that snow can be dirty, and it can make you seriously <laughs> ill. But, of course, they did. But Reese isn't worried. She said, okay, so we're kind of in a category of you only live once and snows maybe once a year here. I don't know. Also, I want to say something. It was delicious. Okay, talking about the snow not being filtered. I didn't grow up drinking filtered water. Maybe that's why I'm like this. So what you're saying to me is I have to filter the snow before I eat it. I just can't. Filtered snow. You save yourself the hassle and just shut the comments off. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, didn't you? Or don't read them. Didn't you, know? you eat snow growing up in Boston? All the time. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I remember also just like being a Still kid, here. kid and going over and just like licking the grass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was don't, <laughs> the only rule was don't eat yellow snow. Right. Yeah. Don't eat yellow snow. Yeah. It's not easy. Or any ca- anything so that doesn't look relatively clean and undisturbed. Pure white, you're good to go. Right. Okay. Uh, gonna play a famous scene that Fritch will be able to identify on the first line. Who killed the witch of the east? Was it you? No, it was an accident. Well, my little pretty, I can cause accidents too. Aren't you forgetting the ruby slippers? The ruby slippers? What have you done with them? Give them back to me or I'll... It's too late. There they are, and there they'll stay. Give me back my slippers. I'm the only one that knows how to use them. They're no use to you. Give them back. Keep tight inside of them. Their magic must be very powerful, or she wouldn't want them so badly. Yes. How about that? Well, uh, you may recall Dorothy's ruby slippers from The Wizard of Oz. The actual ruby slippers that were used in the movie were stolen in 2005. And the man who stole Dorothy's ruby slippers from the movie has finally revealed why he did it. 
The crook is a career criminal named Terry Martin. He lifted the shoes from the Judy Garland Museum in 2005, uh, but not because he knew anything about their cultural significance. Terry had never even seen the movie. Oh, wow. Yeah, a mob associate hired him to steal them so they could cash in on the rubies. He had heard the the shoes were insured for $1 million. So he thought the rubies were real? He assumed the rubies were real. <laughs> they're not, of course. Rubies, just the color that they are. Uh, well, they're made of glass, I'm told, according to this news report out of the Daily Beast. Because it made them sparkle more, right? I Isn't thought it why? was just sequins, yeah, honestly. I, I, I looked at a pair because they have they used more than one pair for the movie, and one of them is at the Smithsonian. Yeah, uh-huh. you sent me a picture of that. Yeah, and when you look at it up close, to me, it just looks like um, like sequins. Yeah, but what yeah. about the bow part on the top, too? I think that's, that's the glass, yes, I think. Yes, so they put glass in it so that it would shine more when the light would hit it. Right. So... After delivering the slippers to the guy who hired him, Terry retired from a life of crime. That must have been a big score for him. Yeah, that must have been it. But they were recovered in 2018, and Terry was charged with stealing them. So he will be sentenced a week from today. You stay out of this, Glinda, or I'll fix you as well. Oh, rubbish. You have no power here. Be gone before somebody drops the house on you. I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog, too. Classic. Mm-hmm. 1939. God, that, that movie was old. shot. That's 85 years. At the what is now the Sony Pictures lot. They have uh, a couple of, like, there's a couple of, uh, tributes. If if you walk the Sony Pictures lot, they have like a little rainbow uh, commemorating the somewhere over the rainbow, and then they have the the so called Judy Garland stage. I think they call it, mm-hmm. which happens to also be where they do Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune now. Wow! Oh, who knew? Look That's fun. A little piece of trivia that I learned yes. on our little tour with uh, Kristen's cousin who worked there for a wow. time. Very cool. Yeah. All right, so Polly Shore played a short movie about Richard Simmons at the Sundance Film Festival. It's called The Court Jester. It's about 10 minutes long. Well, during the introduction, Polly said that Richard Richard actually texted him and wished him good luck with it. Of course, last week, Richard said he did not support Polly making a full-length biopic about him. Oh, well, which is it? Well, he supported him on the short 10-minute one he did. I see. But we haven't gotten full support yet. In a separate interview, Polly said all of this is coming from a place of love. He says, we don't want to bug him. We want him to be left alone, and we don't want to bug him. We want to pay homage to him and kiss his feet and say he's done beautiful stuff. So if you want to see how Polly's going to do as Richard, the court jester is now on YouTube. All right. Well, here's a quick scene from that. What's your name? I'm David. This is, uh, this is where Polly, as Richard... Talks to an overweight production assistant. What's your name? I'm David. Hi, David. I'm Richard. Mm. You're, um, you're looking at me because I'm eating a donut? You think it's weird? Oh. Listen, every day I try to find a moment to bring me peace. And every day it's something completely different. Today it's a donut. Mm. You know, there was a time in my life when food was the only thing that brought me peace. Food was very nice to me. And I wasn't nice to myself. You're only talking to me because I'm fat. No, David. I saw you working really hard not to be noticed. And I know what it's like to want to disappear. What's my first rule? Um, like yourself. 
Your weight doesn't matter. If you like yourself, you're going to be fine. Aw, Richard. Okay. He was a hoot, wasn't he? He was. He's very I mean, sweet. he is. Yes. <laughs> I think. I think. He's still alive. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> Hello. When he was yeah. there, we don't know what he's up to these days. Right. Uh, in other e-news this morning, Snoop Dogg was approached to pull his thang out on OnlyFans. It's not his thing. It's his thang. Thang. It's, it's in quotations and caps. Uh, on OnlyFans for $100 million. No wow. way. No way. Now, I don't know what kind of jack that is to Snoop. Yeah, I don't know how rich Snoop is either. Considering his financial his. situation. Yeah. Uh, but I guess it's not enough because he said no. Wow. He said, I'm like, oh. and this is a direct quote from Snoop. I'm like, I got a black wife. Ain't no way in the world she going to allow me to go on there and pull that thing out for no amount of money. It says here that six okay. days ago, his net worth was 160 mil. Yeah, he's probably doing okay. He's worth one hundred sixty million. Well, it then a hundred million worth, dollars yeah. is not nothing. Snoop Dogg's net worth is estimated at a cool one hundred and sixty million, but it's not because of his music. It's mostly because of his other endeavors. Well, I'm just saying for a hundred million dollars. I mean, ser- Martha, sorry, Martha, guys. Yeah, Martha yeah. would not approve. How long do you got to leave it out? Okay is my question. Like, is this like a? Boop, and do you have to do anything with done? it? Yeah. Does it? Is it just there, or do you have to do, <laughs> you have something, to do with anything it? with it? Helicopter just, show. Nope. Yes, helicopter. <laughs> it's a five-minute helicopter show. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is, though, is that that doesn't go away ever. <laughs> no. Ever. No. He's not. You know. Hey, our kids are grown. You guys would do it, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh hell yeah. $100 million. Right. I'd be willing to go a bit further. What do you, what Even do you if everybody, done? if everybody knows you, every, you are, everybody knows you. Well, it's not like you guys are going to be hopping on there anytime soon. You wouldn't even know about it, you know, if I didn't tell you. Well, but, except- but everybody's going to know it. For $100 million, they're going to tell everybody it's there. Oh, yeah. It's not like you. It's well, I'm not going to show my you. face. Well, that's a part of it. You have to. <laughs> they have to know it's yours. They wear a ski why mask. You're getting a hundred million. That's exactly right. You can't 100 take a hundred mil well, and just think. Oh, I have to say I mean, it's mine. Well, well of no. course. Why would they pay a hundred yeah. million for some randos? Okay. Yeah. Well, also because like I have to trust that it's really you. I okay. That's so why it's going to start and it's your face and pan down. That's important. And then they're going to do a, a full shot. You know. Maybe they'd pay me $100 million not to show it. <laughs> anyway, Snoop's been married to his wife, Shantae, since 1997. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen Snoop's wife. Me neither. I have no idea what that woman looks like. Maybe Bless I her heart. Pull that up. I don't even think I knew he was married. Hmm. That's funny. Yeah. All right. I know. I kind of thought that he was dating Martha Stewart. Wait, he's married? <laughs> oh, there it? she is. Oh, what do you oh. know? She's beautiful. Yeah. Of course. Could you imagine all the stuff she's had to put up with, though? <laughs> oh, boy. You're going to Paris to do the Olympics? Yeah. Okay. okay with honey. Kevin Hart? What? Right? Yeah. It's not what I envisioned for our future, but that's okay. Yeah, it'll work. I'll take it. Okay. So if you've had enough of Taylor Swift and Brittany, Nahom- Brittany Mahomes embracing after every Kansas City Chiefs touchdown. Yes. Yeah. You got the antidote last night, and it was fantastic. Oh, my God. Jason Kelsey. His Eagles eliminated last weekend. Well, he was in the Chiefs box for last night's win against the Bills, and he was amazing. 
When Patrick Mahomes connected with his brother Travis for a touchdown, there was Jason, shirtless, puffing out his hairy, barrel-shaped body and bellowing like a Viking with a can of Labatt's blue light in one hand. That was oh, amazing. Yeah. At one point, he even hopped out of the luxury box to pound a beer in the crowd. I was telling Jeff, there's all these pictures going viral of him walking through the Bills tailgate, too. Like, he went and walked through. It would probably be like them walking through the Bengals parking lot or whatever. But he was, like, bonging beers. And at one point, he, like, took a big, huge hit of something out of, like, a cauldron and just sucked that down. He was high-fiving everybody. I'm like, that's the kind of football player you want on your team. Yeah, and since he shirts is already immortalized, that moment (laughs) on a shirt, it's on their website. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, it God. says, made in Clifton, and it's just a picture of him holding the beer. <laughs> I put it up on the q and 2 Facebook page if you want to check it out. Great. So, of course, Kansas City did end up winning. They're going to play for the AFC Championship next weekend against the Ravens. I'm in, I'm in. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, then we got the 49ers. Um, yeah, pretty exciting. I wonder if he walked out of there. Like, like, how bad off was he when he went home? Like, uh, what kind of? They carted him out. Yeah. Yeah, they I'll put bet. him on the back of they the car. Oh, my God. A lot of Somebody people are saying, too, it was the first time they felt like, like, there are two stories. The first story was this was the first time that Taylor Swift actually met Jason and his wife, Kylie. How is that even possible? <laughs> and then there was another story that was like, oh, they were so comfortable. Obviously, they've all hung out before. But the really funny thing is, too, is when Travis scored his second touchdown, they showed... Uh, her hugging Brittany and Kylie is in the background sticking her tongue out. She's like, mm, like <laughs> that. And that's really like she photo bombed kind of the moment. Oh, that's, that's funny. funny. Yeah. Well, it was so cute after one of Travis's touchdowns. He oh. looked up and he blew a kiss and then he did the little heart. See, did you like that? Did I you like, think that was really cute as a person? Just in I life? was. I don't I didn't really think anything of it. I was pretty neutral about it. He's done it a couple of times, but it's really it's getting a lot of heat this time, I think, because people are feeling like he's kind of really playing into that, like, performance role. You know, last night she was like, oh, my God, your brother is so annoying. Can you not, like, can we just, he was so loud. Yeah. And by the way, he's upstaging over, me, so yeah. can we move him into another? <laughs> That was my job to high five all the fans, Travis. Yeah. My job. They weren't looking at me. Not Jason's. (laughs) Right. And please put your shirt back on. I'm just saying. Uh, Hey, oh, yeah, yeah. Speaking of uh, Taylor Swift, her name came up at a recent Disturbed concert. And I guess her name came up uh, because the lead singer, uh, Dave Draymond, had invited two girls on stage along with their parents when they began this exchange. What's your name, darling? Ava. My name is Chelsea. I take it that you came to the Disturbed concert as opposed to the Taylor Swift concert means that your parents are raising you on rock and roll. Yeah. Hey, don't forget, Taylor Swift still kicks ass. Yeah, okay. Don't you boo her. I will stand up and applaud any pop artist that gets up on stage and sings live and plays the guitar live in front of a whole group of thousands of girls and guys, young fans, Taylor Swift, she's for real. And she's making sure that an entire generation of new music fans understand what it means to actually play music live. Wow. Look at that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That is That's cool. very nice. I like that. 
And finally, L. King is being accused of disrespecting Dolly Parton at Friday night celebration of Dolly's 78th birthday at the Grand Ole Opry and Ryman Auditorium by performing drunk and using profanity. Oh, jeez. Uh, here is part of her rant after she got done with a song. You ain't getting your mom back. I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing is true. Good. Is this Rob Schneider's kid? Yes. L. King? That's her. Boy, she's got a draw, man. Where'd she get that? Growing Mm. up in Tennessee. Well, she might just be drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Does that happen to you when you drink? Sometimes that happens when you drink a few. Does she always talk like that? I'll tell you one thing more. I'll tell you one thing more. Hi, my name is L. King. I'm fing hammered. Another female band oh. member tried a few times to smooth things out, but Elle just, just would not stop talking. birthday with the bottle. I'll celebrate a birthday in one way or two. Elle, let's give him one of yours. How about that? I don't know. Go ahead. Why don't you give me this? Let me see. If I, I'll tell you one thing. I can barely play another person's song. Let me see if I can play one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's putting that on for the whole I don't experience. know. Well, yeah, I've heard her interview with Jesse down the hall before, and she did not have that kind of twang. She joked, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And like, Rob doesn't sound anything like that. She jokes about not knowing the lyrics, disrespecting the town. Uh, she's referring to Nashville and continues cussing. <laughs> Dolly, what are you thinking as this is happening? You're Nothing. just like, oh, yeah. Oh, boy. I don't know. The Grand Ole Opry has publicly apologized. So I guess they're not happy. No. I guess so. a lot of people online commented that uh, she also looked pretty hammered on New Year's Eve live, New- Nashville's Big Bash. Yeah. Uh, but they gave her the benefit of the doubt since it was a holiday. Here's part of that. I guess her eyes were pretty bloodshot and her performance was kind of sloppy. I hope she doesn't have a problem. I hope that she's not. Uh, I hope not. You know, but, like, yeah, everybody was like, eh, it's New Year's Eve. The song is about being drunk. Yeah. But now with the Dolly mishap, you know, let's hope she's uh, not going down the path right. of Tanya Tucker yeah. and others. 
Uh, but that's your latest D-News for now. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a couple of tickets to Dracula, uh, which is happening February 3rd through March 2nd at the Cincinnati Playhouse in the Park. Dracula is the most famous vampire story of all time. And tickets are available now at cincyplay.com, but you can win them for free. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Jeff. Yes. Hey, bud. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? I'm doing great. Excellent. Awesome. Well, here are your three headlines. You pick the real one. You're going to go see Dracula, okay? Okay. All right, so is it A? Three guys steal Mercedes, take the steering wheel, and leave the car. Is it B? Thieves cut down a radio broadcast tower to steal $100 worth of copper. Or C? Woman steals 150 golf balls and pelts them one at a time at her ex's Porsche. Oh. I will go with B. With C? B. B. You got it. B is correct. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, radio station in southeastern Oklahoma is off the air after owners say thieves literally cut down their broadcast tower. Uh, Evidently, they were after the copper in the cables, which... uh, I mean, isn't that worth a lot of money? I mean, I... Yeah, I've heard it is. Uh, But get this. They cut up about 80 to 100 feet of copper and hauled it off. But in in terms of the amount of copper, you know, I I know it was 80 to 100 feet. But how much copper did that actually entail? Okay. Uh, They're saying it's only worth about 100 bucks. Oh, God. All of that. However, the damage they caused to the broadcast tower. Uh-oh. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Yeah. Oh, wow. That, that's around half a million dollars. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ouch. I know. Yeah, the radio station, you know, they're, they're doing their thing. And uh, good morning, southeastern <laughs> Oklahoma. It's about 718 in the morning and... That, that's what the listeners of this radio station are hearing right now. Oh, wow. I, I suppose they could stream, you know, which we do. That's another way to access us. Anyway, uh, the station unexpectedly went off the air. This happened Monday. They initially thought it was because of the weather. But mm. when they saw the tower, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> just flat on the ground. They realized that foul play was involved. I mean, how would you even do I mean, would a chainsaw take that down? 
Yeah, I guess. Here's Will Payne of Payne Media Group talking about the tower that was taken down. They either use wire cutters or something really similar to that. Oh, wire And they just cut the guide wires on the top uh, section. And that uh, set of guide wires, uh, after that, that's when it folded and came to the ground. Oh, we toppled. need to be able to wow. reach uh, the citizens of Northeast Texas and Southeast Oklahoma with life-saving information. And you've taken our voice off the air needlessly for, what, $100 worth of copper? Shame on you. Wow. Yeah, and and streaming only covers so much of your audience, especially in an emergency situation when right. the Internet goes out. You know, that's where portable radios come into play. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that option is not available if the station is not transmitting from its tower. Uh, the suspect's gone away for now, but uh, supposedly it was a man and a woman in their 30s. Hmm. A man oh, wait, I'm, I'm reading two different. Okay, so I'm getting two different stories here. Uh, it says the suspect's gone away, but authorities are working with local scrapyards to try to track them down. But then I have an update to the story here. It says a man and a woman in their 30s were arrested okay. for the alleged theft. The sheriff's department believes the copper is worth much more than $100 because okay. they ruined the station's tower and building. So that's $500,000 in damages altogether. But in terms of what it was worth to them, you know, they may have overestimated the value of the copper they were going after. Hmm. So that's what we know for now. Uh, not a great place to be. Our, So we're actually, our tower, probably shouldn't even say this, <laughs> but we share ours. I won't say where it is. Okay. It's not, not like people can't figure it out, but uh, we share it with like multiple radio and TV stations. Yeah. So if somebody took that down, there'd be more than just one of us in trouble. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of these towers increasingly have, you know, beefed up security around them. I mean. Yeah. Kind of have to, I guess, in this day and age. Yeah, I guess so. 721 with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Weather-wise, mix of sun and clouds. Today we'll see a high of 38. Tomorrow, even warmer with rain. Uh, we are a little concerned about some freezing rain moving in tomorrow morning. We're keeping an eye on that. And, Frank, I'll have another update for you here coming up at the top of the hour. For now, though, it's 18 at Cincinnati's Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It is your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. All right. Before we get to those stories, let's start with this this morning. If you're blasting the radio because you don't want to miss a word we say well gee thanks uh -huh. appreciate you being here but if you're doing it just to stay awake that's a different story you might have a serious health condition 
A study has found that people who employ alertness, so-called alertness strategies behind oh God, the I've wheel. so many of them. Have the you? Years. Oh, my God. Behind oh. the wheel of a car? Oh, God, yes. I've blasted the radio. I, I mean, I not in a while. When Jacob was younger and only sleeping two hours a night, and I was only sleeping two hours a night, uh, three hours at best, I would drive into work with the window rolled down in the dead of winter with the radio blasting and slapping myself in the face to stay awake. I would hit myself to stay awake. That's scary. It is scary. It was. Well, this study has found that people who are forced to employ these so-called alertness strategies behind the wheel that you're describing are more likely to have sleep apnea. Researchers polled around 100 people with sleep apnea and 100 people who didn't have sleep apnea. And the ones who did were far more likely to use three or more strategies to avoid dozing off while driving. Uh, The three most common strategies were blasting the radio, driving with the windows down, chugging coffee nonstop. Mm -hmm. Uh, Other strategies included eating, chewing gum, shifting around in your seat, pulling over to take naps, Mm -hmm. splashing cold water on your face. I've done almost all of these at one time or another, not the splashing cold water on my face, but... I have pulled over to take naps, like before I was diagnosed with sleep apnea. And we're going back even further here to like when I was in my late teens, early 20s, and I was working multiple jobs and burning the candle at both ends. I did the same thing. Um, And I got into a wreck one time. I fell asleep at the wheel. Oh, wow. uh, Driving home is about three o'clock in the morning. And I just, I drifted off. Uh, I was on I-95 just outside of Boston. Oh, my God. You're probably going fast. And I mean, I was going fast enough that I kind of, uh, drifted off of the freeway uh-huh. into a guardrail. I bounced off the guardrail. It sent me into a 360 Spin. loop and then uh, found myself face-to-face with an 18-wheeler truck coming oh, right crap. at me that narrowly avoided me. And Wow. So that was That's a wake-up call. That will, yeah, that'll wake you up. Yeah, I got to do wow. something about this schedule. That is scary. But if you regularly do stuff like that to make sure you don't fall asleep at the wheel, you might have sleep apnea and aren't getting a solid night's sleep. Um, Sleep But you're not like you're not waking yourself up from snoring. You're not waking up with a dry mouth. Like when you do get sleep, do you feel like you sleep pretty soundly? Well, no, I have all kinds of issues with sleep, but I've been tested uh, for sleep apnea and I did not have it at the time, but it's been years. But, um, yeah, I mean, mine, I think, is other stuff. You know, I think hormones are wacky and all kinds of stuff going on hmm. with just sleeping. I'm getting woken up by my kid a lot in the middle of the night. Then have str- then I struggle to get back to sleep. So I am not the world's greatest sleeper. And every morning when the alarm goes off and it's it for something, I do cry just a little bit. <laughs> I don't yeah, get up. I hear you. I don't want to get up. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got to pause here for just a second because we're getting a, a breaking news alert oh, from. Really? Yep. Tim and Fritch are out and about. Yeah. New Year, New York with Kelly Clarkson and Q102. Hey, what's up? This is Kelly Clarkson. Oh, Happy boy. New Year, guys. Did we find our winner? Let's find out. What's up, guys? 
Jeff and Jen, what's up? We are in Oakley on a very frigid morning. By the way, the sunrise this morning is looking beautiful, yes. and we have just knocked on a door. It's absolutely gorgeous. First, I rang the bell. Then I had a knock on the door. Then I rang the bell, and then I had a knock on the door. I'm like, what is happening? So we finally have caught up with Megan, who is our Kelly Clarkson flyaway winner. Why did it take you so long to get to the door? I was in the shower on Monday morning getting ready for work. I know. It's really <laughs> exciting. Tim and I normally, like, bust somebody, like, do in the middle of some part of their routine. We've had no pants. We've had a towel on the head. We've had people at work already. So it's nice that you came down and got the door. But how excited are you that you get to go to New York? I am so excited. I've never been. <gasps> and I've also never won anything from the radio. So oh I'm so excited. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. So you've never been to New York ever. You know, Jeff used to live there. Maybe he could give you some pointers on how to spend that 200 dollar spending cash that'd be awesome <laughs> yeah so you also get to go see wicked which is one of my favorite shows you're gonna love that it's awesome and then of course you get that 500 dollars makeover from mitchell salon and day spa so you can go get anything done before if you want to go after whatever you want to do who do you think you want to take uh, I haven't decided yet. Probably either my best friend or my mom. Everyone's <laughs> going to be fighting to get to be your plus one. Let me just tell you. It's going to be awesome. Well, what's your rest of your Monday look like? I'm about to head into work. Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you do? I am a scheduler for a group of financial advisors. Oh, nice. wow. That sounds busy. Very detail-oriented. Well, the Dow was up on Friday, so hopefully that means less <laughs> work for you. Good. That's always good news. <laughs> awesome. Well, we hope you have a fantastic trip. Make sure you take lots of pictures and tell uh, tell Kelly that Jeff and Jen said hello. Absolutely will do. Thank you, guys. Do you have a favorite Kelly Clarkson song? Oh, gosh. There's so many. I what just about can't since decide. you've been gone? Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah. That's the favorite for sure. We'll tell <laughs> Jeff to play that one for you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> since you've been gone. Congrats, Megan. Thank you so much. The front door. No. <laughs> This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. I love cats. Some people don't like cats. Our neighbor has a cat, and she lives in a studio apartment, or as I refer to it, a litter box. (laughs) One time she asked me, she was like, can you even tell I have a cat? And I was like, no, but I can tell you have a box of turds in your apartment. (laughs) I'm not sure if that's the same question. We all have the friend with the cat. Right? In the small place, you visit them, the cat does their business. You don't really acknowledge it. You just go on with the conversation. What do you want on your pizza? Bleach. <laughs> Febreze, can we open a window or knock down a wall? Are my eyes bleeding? How about we throw a diaper on the kitty? Now, more Jeff and Jen. Uh, comedian Jim Gaffigan there. So uh, we're looking at a mix of sun and clouds today with uh, more clouds and sun this afternoon. High of 38. Big story, of course, freezing rain tomorrow morning's commute. So between like 4 a.m. and 7 a.m., Frank was uh, saying there is some concern there that it could be treacherous. Uh, The National Weather Service issued a winter weather advisory that uh, will remain in effect from, uh, I believe, 8 o'clock tonight until 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. 
So they're expecting about, uh, this is, it doesn't sound significant, one-tenth of one inch of accumulation, but that is ice, and that's yeah. all it takes. Uh, and that is the concern tomorrow morning. Uh, as Tim pointed out, four-wheel drive ain't no match for that. No matter, you know, how capable your vehicle may be, if it does deteriorate into those icy conditions. I uh, just want to make you aware of it so that you can plan, have a backup plan in place. And I'm still trying to figure that out. Like that timing, if that pans out, couldn't be worse. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's right about the time we're coming in. Yep. You're going to have to get up early. You're going to have to get up at 2 tomorrow morning. Yeah. Drive in. Trying to plan my route. <laughs> I live closest. Uh, but anyway, we'll keep an eye on that. Good news is temperatures are warming up. We'll see a high of 38 today, 43 tomorrow, and possibly the 60s by the end of the week. Right now, it's 20, and 9 News Consumer Reporter John Matarese is joining us now live in the studio like he does every Monday, so you don't waste your money. Hey, John. Good morning, Jeff and Jen and Tim and Fritch. Everybody's here this morning. And uh, yesterday, I was out grocery shopping, and I tell you, people still pack those self-scanner lanes, and it's so frustrating because everybody has a problem with the self-scanner. Yep. Everyone has has a problem, an issue. You get behind someone, first of all, they're trying to buy, like, a week's worth of groceries at the self-scanner. Yep. Come on, don't do that. I don't do that. No, if if I've got like a big things. order, I yeah. usually go yeah. like to one of the conveyor belts right. or I'll go to a cashier. But if I got like a relatively oh, small order. With a huge order, they're trying to squeeze everything into that little that little bagging area. It's right. awful. Then you get in the self-scan area and you get behind, uh, let's just say, someone fumbling with their purse looking for coins. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, no, please. Debit card, debit card, lady. <laughs> Come on. So you got that issue, and then of course you're trying to buy a six pack of beer, oh, and yeah. you got to call you the guy because it won't scan beer, and uh, he's over helping the person who can't figure out how to get coins in the machine, and so, the other people buying beer. Yeah. So it's just so frustrating the self scan that some stores are now getting away from it. And we just did this story. I've had a lot of feedback on my Facebook page about it. As a matter of fact, because people all have comments and thoughts about it. Uh, basically. People are frustrated. Some stores are listening. They're actually cutting back. Walmart is removing self-checkout at some stores. Really? Uh, Target, they've added them. Kroger is all in. But some stores, dollar stores and Walmart, are a lot of them are cutting back. First of all, all the problems with people being frustrated. Also, theft. Yeah. yeah, I figured theft would be a yeah. big part of that. Theft yeah. is a real it would be issue. So easy. Yes, because yeah. you know what people do? They'll they'll you know scan an apple and then they'll drop in that forty dollar jar of uh, face cream. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, you know things like that. Yeah. Little sneaky tricks that people use. A lot of theft at the uh, self check lanes, or they just don't even scan it. They just kind of you know. Move along. So uh, some stores are cutting back, and it's the first time that's happened because, you know, up until now, it looked like stores were going all self-check-in. I mean, Kroger with those conveyor belts, Mm -hmm. and Kroger is all in. They say they're all in on it, but Walmart is cutting back. Some Walmarts have taken a few lanes away. Some have eliminated them entirely. Wow. So the conveyor belts, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, it it basically, I would think, is designed for larger orders, Yes, the conveyor belt is for that that. person who wants to self-scan $250 worth of groceries. Right. Well, most of them are doing it because there aren't any checkout lanes open. I mean, I go to a... There'll be one checkout lane open and, you know, four people in line. Uh, So it's interesting because we were going to all self-checkout and there were reports of Whole Foods and Amazon opening stores with no cashiers. But now, this year, what we're starting to see 
is some stores pulling back on it. So we say, don't waste your money. Yeah, the Kroger here in Oakley, and and I think most of them, I mean, they got cameras everywhere. They got them in the aisleways. They well, that's got the new the thing to fight the monitors. theft are the cameras. Uh, if you go into Lowe's or Home Depot, you actually like, see yourself on camera as you're, you know, scanning oh, those yeah, items. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what they're Interesting. Doing. All right, what are you yeah. working on for tonight, John? Oh, another frustration. Soaring property taxes. Yeah. Hamilton, oh. Butler, and Claremont Ooh. County. Uh, what to know and what you can do about it, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, we got our bill Friday. All right, buddy. It's 746 with Jeff and Jen. Cincinnati's Q102 coming up. We've got a second date update for you. But first, do you suffer from allergies? Yep. Yes. Are you willing to strap a comically large device to your face to help <laughs> deal with them? No. How bad are they? It depends on the day. Because <laughs> if so, I got some good news. There is a new gadget called... Nasocom, Nasocom that just hit Kickstarter. You just strap it to your face for 15 minutes a day, and it supposedly makes your allergies a lot better. 15 minutes a day? 15 minutes a yeah, day. I know people that would totally do that. Mm-hmm. That's it? That's it. 15 minutes is nothing. Here's how it works. It electrocutes your nose. It's got six electrodes, three for each nostril that deliver small electric shocks to stimulate the muscles in your nose. They claim making your nose muscles contract and relax can help clear your sinuses and let you breathe easier. It's small enough to take with you so you can use it anywhere. I mean, you could use it on your drive in, mm-hmm. Bridge. Yeah, that's way more than 15 minutes. The promo video shows a guy using it at his desk at work. The downside, however, is it's pretty bulky on your face, so you will be the weird one at your office. <laughs> but if it works... But that's nothing new. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm already there without the mask. They plan to sell it for 100 bucks, but John will appreciate this. You can get it for 60 if you back them on Kickstarter, so you don't waste money. I'm all in. There you go. <laughs> We're going to see that on the news tonight, aren't we there, John? Yeah, I mean, John, you struggle with allergies, too, like a lot of people, don't you? I don't know about this, but uh, it's an interesting approach. (laughs) Well, they claim, (laughs) that's the thing with Kickstarters, though, is like, you don't know if it's going to pan out or not, but they claim it'll ship out by March, just in time for allergy season. I'm optimistic, though. I'm hoping allergy season isn't so bad because we've had these deep freezes. You know, isn't that what you need? Yeah, but I think it has to be like 15 consecutive days of really cold. Does it? And that's what I read. Like, we're going to be in the 60s by the end of the week, so maybe it won't get down deep like some of the other stuff. I see. Just the surface bugs. I saw that your wife is very excited about the oncoming cicada situation that's going to be happening. Did you hear about this? Has it been 17 years already? No. there's. Do you know about this, John? There's a little It's a mini cicada It's a mini Correct. But it's also like... um, There's two. There are two. So it's like this this group and this group are going to be emerging, and this hasn't happened since like 18-something or other. But it is a big cicada thing. It's a it's two hundred. So here it is. It's a phenomenon that hasn't happened in two hundred and twenty one years. Two cicada broods will emerge simultaneously. Wow! Yeah, that is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, That's going to be big. I know. What a mess. We'll see. Stay inside, everybody. I know. Kristen <laughs> loves them. She did. That's who I saw this. I actually saw it on her page. It kind of popped up in uh, my feed over the weekend, and she was like, I can't wait. She mm. thinks they're cute. Yeah. <laughs> and we like the noise. She likes the noise. They, they are like loud. The yeah. I know, but man, two at the same time. Sound of a lot of bugs. Yeah. And then, because we met, and that's, I mean, that's how we met. I met her at a cicada party. Her and her friends had gotten together during the the 2008 emergence. And it was late May 2008. She and a bunch of her friends put together what they called a cicada crunch and munch luncheon. <laughs> and, you know, they dressed and, and they had like a little contest to see who had the first emergence or, or or could show, like, the first cicada emerge from their yard. Mm-hmm. And I forget who the winner was. But, uh, yeah, they would go out, and, and as judges, you know, they would visit all the friends who were participating. Uh, they were wearing, like, these white lab coats, and they had uh, put some arts and crafts together. I think they made a stop at Hobby Lobby, Jen. Yeah. And, and they did, like, these... Uh, like these black hard hats with these big red giant foam balls that were like supposed to represent yeah. the beady cicada eyes. They had like little antennas on there. I was with you. We drove the gigantic Jeff and I Jen RV. Yeah. I remember you trying to back that thing out of Beth's driveway. That was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff used to be our designated RV driver because Jen and I both were like, there ain't no way in hell we can pull that off. Yeah. It was massive. Oh. And I got it out of there. I had a little help. You did. I got it out of there. And you left with more than one thing. You had a new little place in your heart. Yep. And then I got the keys taken away from me. Yep. <laughs> That's because you wrecked it. <laughs> accidentally. Well, I didn't ah. wreck it. You accidentally hit a, a, like a, what was it? Like a fence accidentally hit you in a windstorm or something? Yeah, I was driving down Kellogg. Yeah, okay. Over by Coney. Riverbend. Yeah. And it was a super windy day. And, you know, as you're approaching like I-275, you know how it's like two lanes on each side? And mm-hmm. I was in the right-hand lane and uh, one of the those big swinging chain link fences from the, from those uh, like, you know, it's a, it's a parking lot, but it's like grass. You know, it's across the street mm-hmm. from Coney. Yeah. That they do for overflow, like during concerts and yeah, stuff. Where you can, it's, we like to call those like the Coney tailgate lots because you're not allowed to tailgate at Coney, but you can't across the street. Right. Yeah. So one of those chain link fence gates had like swung open and I couldn't avoid it because I, I had a Duke Energy truck to my left. And so that took out the side mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Which I think you, didn't you end up duct tape, duct, duct taping it or whatever? Didn't no, you? Like, no, Ernie Brown. Okay. <laughs> He, like, somehow jerry-rigged it in such a way that it was back up again because this thing was literally danging by a wire on the side of the RV. Dude, I remember you would drive that thing around the 275 loop for hours. He's fearless behind the wheel of anything. Is there anything that you would be afraid or uncomfortable to drive? Like a big limo or a A metro bus or... Anything, an ambulance, a fire truck. Was that truck. thing as big as a tank bus? <laughs> the Wienermobile. I feel like it might have been. You didn't. Need, you don't need a special license for that, or at least that's what I was told. Uh, so I felt pretty confident. Plus, it had a backup camera. And, you know, the mirrors were pretty good when they when they weren't knocked off. 
Yeah. <laughs> that but, thing was uh, awesome. It had no air conditioning. Remember yeah, that? Yeah. It was just hot. Oh, yeah. It was all horrible. the time. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Let's do it again. Yes. Let's do it with a different RV. <laughs> we had another one, didn't we? We, we had, had a, a different one. one. It was pretty we, slick. Yeah, we had Tim a second one that yeah. was like real dope. Uh, they wouldn't let me one. near that thing. Yeah, well. The first smart. one was kind of like a loner. Yeah, yeah but was, yeah, we had some kind of trade set up with a local RV company. But but I remember at the time, like Patty says, you, you, you have no idea what we went through to get this. I mean, that's that's the biggest billboard we got right now. I want you guys to make sure you use it. So I would just take the keys. I'd literally just drive around the 275 loop. and like, hey, it's a free billboard. People would punk and wave, and and they would point. They'd be like, holy crap, Jeff's act- Jeff actually is driving that thing. That's Jeff. <laughs> Dear God, get out of the way. That's Hefe. Stand back. Yeah. And then the incident happened. Yeah. That was the end of that. <laughs> we got to ruin it for everybody. Yep. It is 754 with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. is looking for a second date update with a lady named Jenna, and we're going to help him out, or we're going to try to anyway. Hi, Colin. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's going good. We're going to try to get you some, I shouldn't say closure. We're going to try to get you a second date. That's the first Mm -hmm. priority. Right. But if that doesn't happen, then we'll try to get you some closure. (laughs) (laughs) So take us from the beginning. How did you meet Jenna? We met on Tinder. I was going through the uh, different dating apps, and then I met her, and we were able to connect on a lot of things just through text. So we ended up meeting at a bar, and it was really great talking with her on Tinder. And then meeting up at the bar, we hit it off. Good. We had some food, and afterwards we decided to leave the bar. And then we went to my place. She stayed till two a.m., and then she let me know that she had to go let her dog out. Yeah. I mean, we really clicked on a multitude of levels. I was actually kind of surprised. I mean, she's cool. She's very fun, very attractive. She was the one that was also about getting together again. Like, she was very adamant about us meeting up again. And you're open to that? Like, you're not you're not just looking for a hookup. You're open to a, yeah, an actual relationship with this person? Yeah, very much. I really enjoyed myself with her. It was a great time. And you got lucky on the first night. <laughs> Look at you. I <laughs> I wasn't expecting it, but like it just worked out that way. But she was super apologetic about having to leave, and she kept saying how she really wanted to stay, but she had to go and get her dog. I believe that. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about how Jen's got a dog. She understands dog that. I've had dogs. Nine cats, you know. Yeah. I, the dog is always a great excuse if you need exclu- it. If you need it, but it's also a truth. Um, you know, if she says she has to run home to scoop litter boxes right away, then I'd be, I'd be like, yeah, maybe that's... Damn. That can wait. That could probably Right. Wait. And I understand that with dogs. So that's why I didn't have any reason to not believe her. Mm-hmm. But after that, we text for a couple of days before she just completely stopped replying to my messages. All right. Did you say anything weird or offensive when you go back and look at the transcriptive texts? I looked back. I, I haven't. I haven't said anything that could get anybody canceled or... 
is weird or is or is odd. It's just like our regular conversations that we were always having. All right. So nothing that you think could be misunderstood. Has she got other action? I mean, you did meet her on Tinder, so she's probably dating. Mm-hmm. Well, I won't lie. I'm, I am a bit curious about that. But on my end of anything that I did, I have no clue what happened. That's why I'm calling you guys, you know? Yeah. How long has it been since final contact with her? Uh, about three weeks. Oh, wow. You waited. Oh, uh, yeah, you have. Either that or we were just busy and we couldn't get to you before now. Which is possible, too. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, okay. But we'll take a break. We'll follow up with her, see what she's got going on now. And if there's any way to get you two back together again, you're still open to that, right? Obviously. Yeah, like we, we had a lot in common. We got along very well. And I don't want to just give that up because of what could potentially be just a misunderstanding on my end. Worth checking. Yeah. Then why don't we take a break? When we come back, we'll call Jenna and see what she really thought of Colin and her date with him, if she's got anything else going on, and if there's any chance of putting these two together again at some point in the near future. As Second Date Update continues on Cincinnati's Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Colin met Jenna on Tinder, and they talked for a bit before they made plans to meet up in person. They started out at a bar and ended up at his place. Colin feels that there is potential here for a relationship, and it was Jenna who made overtures about possibly getting together again after that night. She had to dip out because she had to let her dog out. This is an excuse we hear often. Well, I shouldn't say it's an excuse. It's a legitimate reason for some people. It may have been an excuse for her, nevertheless. Uh-huh. Texted back and forth a couple days after that, and then she sort of faded. So it was like a soft ghost kind of. And this is where we are. Colin wants to follow up, see what happened there, if there's any potential for getting together again and getting to know each other better. Anything I left out, Colin? Uh, no, you pretty much got everything. Um, that's pretty much what it is. Let's figure out what's going on. You got it. Let's call her. Hello? Hi, is this Jenna? Yes. Hi, Jenna. It's Jeff and Jenna, Q102. How are you doing this morning? Oh, hi. I'm good. How are you? Weird to be hearing from us. Yes. Well, we win something. Oh, gosh, I wish. How about if everything works out, we send you to dinner with a friend? Okay, that sounds fine. And the friend we're talking about is Colin. Oh, my gosh. What? (laughs) What's what? Is that bad? He has no clue why I haven't called him. No, he has no clue. We even grilled him on it. I said, did you say anything weird or anything that could be misunderstood? He said, you guys had a great night. You had to let your dog out. You texted back and forth a couple days, and then you faded. What happened? Well, thanks to him, I have gonorrhea in my throat. (gasps) Oh, God. Talk about gross and embarrassing and horrifying. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Holy mackerel. I'm sorry. You can get that in your throat? Is he there? Colin is on the other line, yes. You can get oh, that in your throat? a lot, a- 
Oh, jeez. And don't even try to tell me you didn't know. You knew. You had to know. Whoa, and you didn't whoa, even whoa, give whoa. a shit. Hold on. You hold on. Hold on. Hold on. And- no, the, this is actually one of the reasons why I wanted to get back in touch with you, because I didn't give you anything. Oh? I didn't give you anything. Well, I'm confused. You make it sound like you had an idea this was an issue, Colin. Like, that's why I wanted to get in touch with you, because why? You knew that she had gonorrhea in her throat? No, I ended up with gonorrhea after having sex with her. But I didn't freak out about it. I went to the clinic, got everything taken care of, took my meds, it went away. Wasn't that big of a deal. What is wrong with you? You are the first guy that I've slept with in months, so it did not come from me. I get tested every month just to be safe. Oh, and I'm sure are you out there doing where you need anything. to get tested every single month. It's part yeah, of my exactly. job. There's Obviously, like blood transfusions that are involved and more of a safety <laughs> protocol of what I need to do. There is no way that you didn't give it to me. I didn't give it to you, okay? I found out that I had it. I didn't want to talk about it on the radio, which is why I didn't want to bring this up, but I needed to get in touch with you somehow. Okay, I'm looking this up here. <laughs> gonorrhea. I'm still way back at gonorrhea in the throat. Yeah. I'm I, I, not even sure what's happened Gonorrhea is considered, according to the Mayo Clinic, more than 3 million U.S. cases per year, spreads by sexual contact, treatable, however, by a medical professional, resolves within days to weeks, Sometimes it's possible to have an antibiotic tablet instead of an injection if you prefer. If you have any symptoms of gonorrhea, this will, these will usually improve within a few days, although it may take up to two weeks for any pain in your pelvis or testicles to disappear completely. Did you, did you but, 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 type in throat in your search? Oh, <laughs> IT is so, so I, Is everybody feeling better? Is everybody feeling better now? Did everybody get treated and we're all good? We're clear? No, I mean, I am getting treated. Okay. I'm not been... I'm not feeling better emotionally that this asshole did this to me. Why are you assuming that it was me? Because uh, I... Because I have not had sex with anyone else in months. I've been safe. Like, I've been checking. I've been on top of things. Like, I never had gonorrhea before you. <laughs> okay. How, how so Did you sleep? Happened to me. Okay. Before her, when was the last time before her that you had sex with somebody else? Month and a half. Well, it's a mystery, isn't it? Yeah, I guess it is. Not a real mystery, though. Somebody's fibbing, right? <laughs> what is the incubation period for gonorrhea? The incubation period is like 1 to like 14 days. Yeah, mine says 1 to 10. But another source says usually within about two weeks. So. Can you get it off a toilet uh, seat? Doubt it. <laughs> what if it's a heated toilet seat and it keeps the virus alive oh god <laughs> guys i'm sorry that this yeah. happened to you both i really confusing. am it's not fun but it is we know it's treatable so that's good that's i good we news. learned something new but i mean you know not to be preachy or anything but i mean this is the kind of stuff that's going to happen when you just have tinder dates and sleep with people you know increases the odds yeah, like Jen may be single and lonely, but at least she doesn't have gonorrhea. Right. <laughs> I may cut that part out. Don't you dare. Let people hear how you talk to me. <laughs> Don't you. <laughs> so no chance of a second date? No. Uh, no chance. Oh, okay. oh, darn it. Well, we appreciate you being so candid. Yeah. 
And I'm sorry if I laugh too much throughout that. That's what I do when I'm uncomfortable. Oh, we both do. And I make <laughs> terrible, mean, bad jokes. So that's we. That's just that's what we we get uncomfortable and we just saw our defense just, mechanisms at play here. Yes, we apologize. No. We are so sorry that you know, it happened to both of you because it that would suck. I I I that oh, would could happen totally suck. Yeah. And um. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, very sorry. It's embarrassing. I didn't want to talk about it on the radio, but here we are. Now I'm getting blamed for it, so it's just like there's, there's no well, That's what you get when you call a radio station when you have a problem. No, 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 no. You don't just say that. Like, you you did, you did, went ghost on me. How the hell was I supposed to know any of this? So you're just going to have it and then just keep me in the dark about it that you had it I too? Do. Oh, my. Clearly this guy is not getting it. You're not getting it. I never <laughs> had it. Until we slept together. Now, either you're lying about something. All right. Peace. It was fun. And now it's over. Thank God. I will. Yeah, thank God. I'm glad there's no second date here since you don't want to be responsible and have a conversation like an adult. You can hang up now. Oh, okay. You know what? I'm hanging up. Thank you. (laughs) I'm sorry that that had to happen the way that did. But she's full of crap. I didn't want to bring that up. I wanted to get in contact with her to talk to her directly about that specifically, okay? And I didn't want that to be on the radio, but here we are. Well, that's the I that is a, a I mean, that's the chance that we ridiculous. take every time we agree to participate on these calls. Yeah, not the first time it's taken a turn that we mm-hmm. don't necessarily like, but I will leave you with this, Colin. Three million people a year. That's right. You're not alone. Thanks, guys. Thanks for taking the time to talk to me and to help me out with that today. All right, buddy. Hope you're feeling better. Thank you. All right. Whew. That's in- intense. That was really intense, I you know. guys. I f- I, my temperature actually went up listening to that. I do just feel the, hot. From the discomfort. <laughs> right? Yeah. I do. I feel, I'm feeling hot. <laughs> right. Still. Yeah. I can't yeah. believe Tim and I weren't here for that one. That was a... Uh... Quite a doozy. Yes. No, you're out that day. And there is an uncensored version of that if there was anything that you feel like you missed out on. Yeah. Where do they go to find about? the uncensored? So they can go to WKRQ.com, click on the Jeff and Jen button, and there's a podcast button as well. And all of the station podcasts are there. Our regular one, our uncensored one, uh, some podcast from the afternoon show. It's all kind of right there. Yeah. It says okay. uncensored on it, though. And you'll just like. I guess pull up that one. People are thinking, what, that wasn't bad enough? Right? (laughs) Who? Yep. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Hey, Joey. Hey. What's going on? Not much. Yeah? How's your day going so far? I was going pretty good. A little chilly out, but... Yeah, a little bit. You uh, you heading out, going to work? You you don't work outdoors, do you? <laughs> no, I don't. I just got to the office, so... All right. What kind of work you do? Uh, I'm a military recruiter. Oh, no kidding. Oh, wow. Yeah. How is how is recruiting these days? Is it is it difficult to get people to sign up, or... Not too yeah, bad. Yeah, the, pro- the the process is kind of hard. It's a lot of paperwork now um, compared to what it used to be. So that's definitely a strenuous part. But overall, it's pretty good. Yeah, I, I saw like a big eighteen wheeler truck at the Kroger in Oakley. I think it's for the U.S. Army. Was that like a a recruitment mobile? Yep. So we have a they're a medical uh, brigade asset. So essentially, they have a 
a STEM trailer, a medical trailer, and an aviation trailer. Oh. And we're actually using that at the local high schools this week. Oh, wow. wow. That's cool. Yeah. So what are the what are the requirements currently right now? You you covering uh, all branches of service or just the army? No, I just cover the army. Just the army. So Yeah. What are the current requirements? Uh, so pretty much you have to be between the ages of 17 and 34 without right, a waiver. I'm out. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Ben. Yeah. He it's said you late. could sign the waiver, Jeff. <laughs> oh, I can sign away if I'm if I'm older than 34? Yeah, so we can do up to 39, 40. Um, it just depends on the situation. Oh, I'm still out. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Do you have a lot of 40-year-olds joining? That would be interesting to talk to somebody like that. No, I think the oldest person I put in was, I think he was 39, so haven't quite yeah. hit 40 yet. And what were the circumstances there? Do you remember? Uh, so he was actually a prior service Army person um, who got out, and, you know, he did eight years in the Army, and then he was super physically fit. He had his master's degree, and he just wanted to go serve part-time again, so. Wow. Now, huh. a million years ago, back in the day, there was a time when if you were considered flat-footed, which I um. am, that mm. that would disqualify you. I gather that's yeah. not an issue now, correct? Uh, so it depends. on Each each case is different. Um, so we work with a group of medical doctors at our military entrance processing station called MEPS. And essentially the doctors will review your situation, your medical documentation, to see if it's going to impede you from joining the military. Gotcha. Wow. And then at that point, they'll make a decision. Wow. Wow. <clears throat> Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, but I would I would imagine though it's probably more of a challenge now than it was say twenty years ago to get people to sign up. No. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I've only been recruiting for about four years now, so I can't attest to twenty years ago. But <laughs> I feel like each era has their challenges. So. I mean, I think about like after nine eleven, you know, there there had to have been a huge spike as the country just galvanized, and there was this overwhelming sense of patriotism that took over, and it was us versus them. And I remember all branches of the military reporting a, a huge spike in, in people signing up. Yeah. Volunteer yeah, definitely. Yep. All right, bud. All right. Well, let's try to win you $1,000. Let's see what we Absolutely. got. You're going to have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with the letter of the day that Jeff is about to reveal. If you can do that without repeating any of your answers, you will win the $1,000. Our biggest piece of advice is to pass quickly. Got it. Okay. See what your letter is. I'm opening up your envelope. And it says here you got the letter K. K. All right. Yep. That's a good Yay. one, Joey, for first time player. Yeah. Yep. You can do it. All right. We got 30 seconds on the clock. You and feeling ready? I'm ready. Well, you're All always right. ready, aren't you? Right. <laughs> you better be. He's prepared. He's so well spoken. I'm excited to hear all he does. Okay. With He's the letter. Being all he can be. That's right. <laughs> all right. Here we go. With the letter K, here we go. Name something you order on DoorDash. A pass. Something green. Pass. Something you scrub. Kitchen. Something liquid. Um, oh, pass. A color. Pass. A country. Persian. A game. Um, pass. A verb. <laughs> a verb? A verb. No. It's something you shake. Pass. Oh. I thought no was clever. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> it is. I never would have known that. No, I that's said, pretty I said good. kick. 
Yeah. Uh, we, he, he and I had the same country in mind. We Kazakhstan? both said it. It's so Kazakhstan. A Kazakhstan. Uh, uh, sport, I'm kickball. I remember the drink. Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid. yeah. Kool-Aid. There you go. Yeah. Kale could have been DoorDash or something green. Right. Mm-hmm. Ikea could have been something green. Yeah. I don't know why I had kangaroo stuck in my head the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> a color you could have gone with kiwi. Oh, yeah. Mm. That was a good oh, one, Jen. Good. Kelp. Yep. <laughs> Uh, but it was a good effort. Yes. Good effort. You're doing important work. That's right. You can play again, too. It's sometimes the first time you get through, it's a little bit of the nervous, you know, the first time yep. scaries. Yep. It just gets yeah, better from yeah. here, Joey. Well, thank you uh, for all absolutely. you do. Appreciate your service, sir. Thank, thank you. No problem. All right. Take it easy. Take care, right. Joey. You Have too. a great week. Bye-bye. Yeah, speaking of DoorDash, last night, uh, this is what we ordered. For, this was our order from Maggiano's. Because uh, I had eaten earlier in the day, so I wasn't that hungry for dinner. So I just thought, like, like a light appetizer. So uh, they got the best fried zucchini. It's, like, sliced super thin yeah. and long ways. Uh-huh. So it's nice and crispy. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's barely got this... breaded, too, which I think makes it better. Oh, totally. Yeah. And it's got this tangy lemon aioli that makes the dish, right? Okay. So got that. Got a little Maggiano side salad. And That's she got too. the the chicken francese, so that was our that was our planned meal. We order it, <laughs> and uh, what shows up is a bag <laughs> from Maggiano's with someone uh, else's name. Yeah, and it was tiramisu. Yeah, let me pull up the photo because I had to take a photo of the receipt. Let's see exactly what Colin ordered. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was two orders of tiramisu. And it looked like a little kid's portion of this spaghetti and meatballs, which I just thought, that's a fun meal, right? That is a fun meal. Why wouldn't kids yeah. love that? Got got like a little tiny spaghetti and meatballs and uh-huh. two big orders of tiramisu. <laughs> yeah, because that tiramisu, if you put two of those together, that's probably like a half a sheet cake. Mm-hmm. I mean, those slices are big, yes. man. Right? Yeah, so definitely not our order. So DoorDash has this mechanism on the app that allows you to report the problem you have to take a photo of it you got to go through this little process it's actually not that hard Mm-mm. they've gotten much better they've streamlined it and we were able to resubmit our order of course it was you know delayed like 45 minutes but we eventually got it but i'm just thinking like colin got his orders and he's like where the hell is my tiramisu yeah and what's this veggie crap like who goes to Maggiano's <laughs> and just gets like vegetables <laughs> Yeah. You know? What do you have to do, though? Do you reorder your food, or did you guys just eat something else? It gave us the option of getting a refund, like yeah. so I could get yeah. cash credited to my card or DoorDash credit, or they would just resubmit the order. Oh, okay. And I and we were hungry, damn it, so we, we resubmitted the order. And then, so I'm watching the guy, right, the, so the second dasher picks up. Our makeup order mm-hmm. drives all the way to our house because I'm watching this on the app. Yeah, because yeah, you can see it in real time where they are. He stops in front of the house and he's just sitting there. Yeah. And then turns around and drives away. And I'm like, what the hell is he doing? Yep. He I've went, seen this happen too. He went right back to Maggiano's and I can only assume that the complete order wasn't there, wasn't there and he realized it and uh-huh. went back to the restaurant to grab the rest of it because our order did come in two bags 
Okay. Uh, so maybe he only picked up one bag and was supposed to get two? So my, that's my guess. Because mm, did it say one of two, like the bag maybe? Oh, the ticket yes. said one or two and he only had one. And and I imagine, you know, what they typically do, I, I think the way they've got it set up is they pull into like a parking space, they call in, someone comes out. So yeah. my guess is he just grabs whatever they handed him. Sure. And then when he got to the house, he realized that that was wrong. So this poor guy had to run back to Maggiano's, which, I mean, we live real close to Kenwood Mall, so it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a pain in the ass for him. And then he... Came back to the house, and uh, I'm happy to report the food was still hot. So well, we got it all good. worked out. Ate a little later than we were hoping, but anyway, apolog- apologies to Colin. <laughs> I hope he got his tiramisu. Did you eat his tiramisu? I did not, no. Oh, yeah. I, think I would have been like, ooh, me too. I would have been like, look at this tasty treat. <laughs> one for you and one for me. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I just thought it was strange seeing, because Maggiano's is kind of known for their big portions and a lot of the stuff on their menu is can be served family style but mm-hmm. <laughs> it really was i mean it had to have been like a little kid's portion spaghetti and meatball but those meatballs are so big yeah you know what they consider like a kid's portion is- i'm telling you i think it was a little old person and they were they knew that the spaghetti meal would last for two meals <laughs> so they would eat half of it and one piece of tiramisu today and they would have the other half and the tiramisu for lunch tomorrow. Come on, a fixed income. That's, That'll go a long way. That's what I'm betting. See, I, I was thinking that it was some single person that wanted to just throw down two giant tiramisus, but they didn't have enough to get the free delivery or whatever it was, so they added on a kid's spaghetti just for S&Gs. That's what I think. With a meatball, and they're going to eat that today. But the tiramisu was fully intended to be down in one setting. Yeah, I think you're right, Frisky. I know that because I used to be that person. <laughs> I've done that before. Where yeah. you call, you call the Chinese takeout, and you're like, "What? Well, hey, honey, what did you want? He'll have the uh, mugu guy pan, and I'm going to have the lo mein, and we want blah, 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 but really it's all just for me. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I mentioned this because we've been door dashing every night uh, because we didn't really have, like, we're living in the house during this remodel. Uh, but we're not really using anything in the house. Like the washer and dryer was disconnected for the longest time because they were working down there. They've been uh, patching up a lot of the drywall. They've been painting and stuff. So everything is sort of like covered up in plastic, and we've just been ordering in every night. Uh, and that's that's going to change this week. But I've been talking about this remodel since we started uh, just after Thanksgiving. We had about another four to five weeks to go, but Tim just posted an update video that's on the Q Facebook page. So uh, if you follow us on Facebook, we're Q102 WKRQ. And I think it's the current top post right now. But it's a huge remodel project that we're doing with Neil's Design Remodel. And we're, we're tackling the primary bathroom and closet and the basement and eventually the front porch and we're doing the hallway and this thing has just kind of grown into a huge Mm -hmm. thing it was just supposed to be the upstairs closet and bathroom and it's morphed into much more it's morphed into much more because you know in our minds like well they're here it needs to be done so let's just do it Kristen's been through a lot of these before this is my first time and she had been preparing me Saying, you know, this is really going to be disruptive. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I hope you're ready. You know, you're going to have to be flexible. You know, you know, you're very routine. 
you know, you don't like change. This is this is going to be a bit of a domestic upheaval. And I got to say, you know, it's been pretty smooth. Like, you know, we've had to move out of the mat, the uh, primary bedroom and, you know, we've had to move our stuff. So there's been a little bit of that. But for the most part, you know, not nearly as disruptive as I expected. That's and, awesome. she, and she's like, you're not this is. <laughs> you have no idea. Like you're being spoiled right now because that's just how Neil's design remodel kind of rolls. You know, they're very good at what they do and they're really good at making sure that, you know, everything is contained. They they, they got a plan, you know, they have an action plan and they're they're there every day and they That's awesome. They're mm-hmm. pretty good at executing these things, but are you going to have some sort of like come see the house happy hour when they're finished? Yes. I think you should. Yeah, you're, I'm really you're interested all invited. to see, like, what, I mean, I, you know, I kind of know the befores, but I just want to see how beautiful the after is, too. Well, check out the video, because on the video, we show the plants, so there, there are illustrations, so you'll be able to oh, see, neat. like, what it looked like from the beginning. Mm-hmm. We're standing in our bedroom, like, there's plastic everywhere. It looks like a CSI crime scene. Yeah, Dexter. It looks like Dexter. It really does. <laughs> Uh, but then, like, Tim cuts to, you know, he does an update, like, five weeks later. It's all in the same video. So you can sort of see the progress. And then we'll do another video when it's all done and you can see the whole thing. But Cool. And then we're going to come drink your wine. And then you're going to come drink our <laughs> wine. Let me know and what day that's going to be on. I'm going to put it on the calendar. Yeah, we would love to have you out. Let's do it. Around. Well, Jason Kelsey completely upstaged Taylor Swift last night. He's the real MVP of the Kansas City Chiefs game. You know that, right? I will tell you what. That dude was a mess last night. <laughs> Just one glorious mess. <laughs> it was awesome to watch. It was so fun. He's done with his season. He, he, he is. to turn he up a little done. bit. I think that's good. I mean, is there any greater joy in life than when you see these football players just drunk completely just let loose be undisciplined because they're so like remember when tom brady won the super bowl and he almost dropped the trophy into the the tampa bay area Uh, that was incredible as well uh, on a watercraft of all places too that made me nervous it was fun to see jason kelsey though because there are pictures of him tailgating with some of the buffalo bills fans in the parking lots as he's walking into the game and he's like chugging beers and hanging out and just super fun. And then he went up to the suite with Taylor and his mom and his wife. <laughs> the whole family. The whole fam was there. And there are a couple different conflicting stories. Like there's one story that said this was the first time that Jason and his wife Kylie had ever met Taylor Swift. And That's then, not possible. And They've been yeah. dating since July. But weren't they like together at Christmas or New Year's or whatever it is? That's what I think. Yeah. And then there's a separate story that talks about how they just, of course, were hitting it off like nobody's business because they're all such great friends. I don't know. If you're Taylor Swift, like... I noticed that, you know, they were in the same box, but didn't seem like they were really cozying up. Yeah. There were some points. I mean, it's hard because Brittany Mahomes is in that suite, too. And I think she's just monopolizing all of Taylor's time. Taylor doesn't. All yeah. these pictures, though, the two of them look like yeah. they're so cozy. Taylor, get in here. Get Taylor seemed here. like she was doing her best to ignore Jason as much as she could. <laughs> 
Well, what happened was when Travis Kelsey scored his touchdown and he ripped off his shirt and he jumped out the window and he had his beer, Taylor Swift had the reaction of, oh, my God, like her hands to the face. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's going to be that brother-in-law. But I mean, oh my God, that's what my boyfriend's gonna look like in five years. (laughs) Don't retire. (laughs) No. Oh, and by the way, did you hear Jim Nance call? Or was it Jim Nance or was it Tony Romo who called him her brother in law? Yeah. And I didn't even think about it until I was like, whoa. Yeah. That's her future brother in law, probably. Well, isn't that the second time he's done that? Or was he joking, or did he? I just... think it is the second time that Tony Romo's done that. But I think he's joking. I think he said it the first time, like kind of like a ha 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 on accident, because it, it got... felt totally natural. Like I didn't even yeah. think about it. Then I'm like, oh wait. But it got so much yeah. reaction. I feel like that's why he's saying it again. You know? Yeah. Mm. But it's funny, Tim. We were talking about Cincy shirts. They already have a uh, Jason Kelsey T-shirt available to buy that is a picture of him with his shirt off, full hair, and at the bottom it just says Made in Clifton. And it's, That's funny. Yeah. He kind of looks like Burt Kreischer a little bit, the comedian. <laughs> well, pa- <clears throat> excuse me, Patrick Mahomes uh, gave a little shout-out to Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. Last night. Every time I go up against Josh, I know that it's going to come down to the end. You're talking about, uh, you know, going head-to-head with Josh Allen, who, oh, man, I, I mean. I just, my heart breaks for that dude, man. I, that whole team. He I was fights just, so hard. Yeah. But, you know, you can't rely on him to do it all. And uh, Patrick Mahomes, you know, he's a gentleman about it. He was. Given credit where credit's due. Every time I go up against Josh, I know that it's going to come down to the end just because of the competitor that he is and the player that he is. Same when I go up against Joe, when I go up against Lamar, all these guys. And I know how, how much fire they have, and they're not going to give up to the very end. And um, you appreciate that stuff. I mean, these are the games I watched growing up. The great quarterbacks going up against each other with great football teams, great organizations. Hopefully we're making those memories for other little kids that are growing up watching football. That's R-E-S-P-E-C-T right there. Yeah, that's exciting. And, of course, we have to talk about the Detroit Lions that beat. Hell, yeah. (laughs) They beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That game was going to be exciting. I mean, at that point, I felt like I wanted the Lions to win just because it feels like Bengals fans. Like, when you watch them and you have grown men crying in the stands. I know. After 32 years of not making the playoffs. It it brought back all the exact same emotions I had as a Bengals fan when the Bengals finally made it. I know. How are you feeling this morning, Tim? You're going to be stoked, dude. Pretty good. I mean, we were more of a Red Wings Tigers family, but we definitely, you know, followed the Lions. We we didn't really go to the games very often, but... uh, it's 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 really cool and it's fun to watch my parents too. They got matching shirts, probably from Sam's Club. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm not exactly sure, but they had matching lions oh, shirt on. So oh, cute. grit lions! Oh my gosh, how fun is that? That's so cool. It's cool to see. Yeah, but then also like you know Baker Mayfield. A lot of people had kind of counted him out on his career, and so it was neat to see him make it that yeah. far. Nine and eight, I think the Bucks were. Wow. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, there it is. Chiefs beating the Bills 27-24. to Kansas City will play for the AFC Championship next weekend against the Baltimore Ravens, who beat the Texas 34-10. to uh, And then in the NFC, 49ers got by the uh, Green Bay Packers 24-21. to So next week they take on the Lions, who beat the Bucks 31-23. And the next week winners, next week winners, next week's winners advance to the Super Bowl. 
Super Bowl. 843 with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q1. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Say hi to our newest Best Friends Club member, everybody. This is Cynthia Smith of Ross. Hello, Cynthia. Rossonian. I like it. I'm representing, Fritch. I'm representing. I love it. I was actually, I looked at your address. I was in your neighborhood yesterday dropping off one of Penelope's friends from Playdate. See, we are just like sisters from another mister. I mean, we are. are. I know. I know. (laughs) I love it. And, you know, Fritch is not originally from Ross. She's actually a northern Kentucky girl, but she settled in quite nicely. Yeah. She saw the light. Yeah. Well, I am not from Ross either. I'm from Hamilton, and then I moved to Ross, so. See, we have so much in common. Yeah. The people are very kind in Ross, too. I will tell you, it is a wonderful community. I absolutely love living in Ross. It's a little bit country, but a little bit not. That's what I like about it. Right. Yeah. And uh, let's see, you still working for Middletown City Schools as a social worker? Yes. I, it's a program called Success. It's through the Butler County Educational Service Center. We help. It's a social worker in the schools, and so you help the families in need, and we kind of feel like if you help the family, you help the child. So right. I'm a social worker in the school. That's mm-hmm. wonderful. I was a school counselor for 37 years, but then in a middle school. Oh, my um, goodness. Yeah, and then I survived that, and then uh, now I'm doing this. I mean, you got to love it for you to hang in there that long, right? That which does not kill us, right? Makes us stronger. <laughs> yeah. No question. Could you imagine being a middle school school counselor? That's got to be insane and hard. That's why I have a twitch when I walk. But that's okay. <laughs> I That's mean, okay. What did you ever imagine, though, getting into it? I mean, of course, you know, you get into it for all the right reasons. Having any idea it would be as difficult as it is. Oh no, Mm-mm. I was twenty-one when I started, and I was at the same school for thirty-seven years. Oh wow! Wow, That's and amazing. so I saw so much change. You know, some for the good, some for not. And I loved it, but it is it is extreme. A shout out to every middle school teacher, counselor, um, because it is a very difficult job. And they don't get paid nearly enough. No. And they work. People say, oh, well, you're off in the summer. You work in the summer. So it is a very difficult job. And if you don't have support from the families, it it even becomes more difficult. So it is a hard job. And you only do it because you love kids. Mm -hmm. Right. You're not going to get rich being a school counselor or a social worker. No. (laughs) But you should. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. When Fritz and you guys run the world, then I'll then it'll be different. But I'm so excited to talk to you guys. So thank you so much. We're excited to talk to you. Thank you so much for all you do. Thank you for being a part of our radio family. And we look forward to spending some quality time together real soon. Yes. Look right. for me. Maybe I'll see you at Eli's or Big Bulls or Skyline, you know, all the favorite hot spots in Ross. I look forward to that. I look all both of them. Yeah. Yes. All right. Now, I know you had a, a touch of a cold or something over the weekend, so we're glad you're feeling better. Thank you. I appreciate it. Stay healthy. Have a great week. And stay warm. Thank you, guys. Bye. 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 Thank you. Bye-bye. So, yeah, if you want to be a member of our Best Friends Club, uh, well, you get a call from us live on the radio, just like we talked to Cynthia, plus a limited edition Jeff and Jen jersey. 
that is only available at Jeff and Jen Best Friend Club members. An on-demand song request of your choice, uh, which we'll play for Cynthia here in a minute. And, of course, you know, you get to share a little social media love with us. Anyway, it's just a fun little thing. So if you're a Jeff and Jen super fan, you want to join the Jeff and Jen Best Friends Club, you know, that's that's all this is. It's just a way to recognize you for being a, a huge supporter of the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. So you can sign up now at, uh, I almost said Jeff and Jen, at WKRQ.com. Thanks you- for listening. To the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.